Hello and welcome to Latex Weekly, episode 16, December 2020. Latex Weekly is brought to you by Virtual... Latex Weekly is brought to you by Latex, your protection from tech ignorance. My name is Sean. This week's news... Oh, before we go to this week's news of the week, for those who are watching on YouTube or other video platforms that I may share, you can see here my very new M1-powered MacBook Air. So before we begin with our news of the week, uh, I just acquired this device. I just unboxed this device last Sunday, a couple of days, a few days ago, and I've been uh, testing it. And I will provide a little bit of a review on Instagram about what are my findings. But at the moment, I think uh, I can safely say that battery power is actually quite good. I started, I from a full battery, I was using it since this morning at about 9.30 or 10 a.m. Um, and I'm still at 70%. Of course, I'm not rendering videos or doing Photoshop stuff, so mostly document stuff, uh, not fully stress testing yet. I will be editing this week's episode of Latex and Social Media Weekly uh, on this device, and maybe next week I should be able to tell you if it actually holds up to its claim that it is faster than any other previous MacBook Air and also Windows, most Windows devices. In any case, let's move on to the news of the week. Google's Look to Speak, Google's Look to Speak, it's an app called Look to Speak, lets you speak with your eyes. Quite an aptly named app, right? I did that again. The company just announced an experimental application that lets the speech and movement impaired use their eyes to select a few pre-selected phrases on their phones. It's now available to everyone on Android 9 and above, including iPhone 1, uh, sorry, including Android 1 users. By placing the phone just below the eye level, the user can select which phrase for the phone to speak out by aiming the eye at that angle. Um, this, is, this tech has been here for quite a bit. Uh, Microsoft has been working for it for the longest time. But the problem is that it has always been beyond reach by everyday folks. You need to, it's very experimental, you know, uh, you need to buy into a special software and all that. But what Google is doing is it's bringing it to the masses. I mean, first of all, it's bringing it to Android 9.0 and above, which essentially in the next two to three years will cover maybe 98% of the world's um, the world's mobile devices and Android One as well, which Android One was initially built specifically for the emerging markets. So um, this is the part where Google says we are bringing this technology to everyone who has uh, speech and movement impairment. All you have to do is set like a do a preset of yes and no's, um, ups and downs, or you know good and bad and everything like that, and you give the recipient a uh, two two option choice or three option or four option choice and all they need to do is uh, use the, the eye tracker on a mobile device will track where the eyes are in terms of the location of the phone and then be able to give uh, to automatically speak out use uh, the google assistant's voice to speak out the answer uh, it was it's actually the kind of technology where I would have hoped would come out when my grandfather was still here and he had a stroke 
a few years back and it was very difficult to communicate with him because he was already speech impaired and also motor impaired as well movement impaired as well so he was uh, bit ridden most of the time he could do a little bit of um, um, uh, sounds here and there and we eventually was able to understand of kind of understand what he was where he was going when we asked a few questions but it would be nice if this was here and we he could hold on to it and we could just ask him a yes or no question or whatever it is and he can give specific answers but i believe that this will help a lot of people in the long run good on you google Samsung S21 and S21 Ultra teasers are out. Yes, I was wrong about it possibly being called the S30. S21, it is. There are three models, the S21 proper, S21 plus, and the S21 Ultra. The Ultra will spot curved screen, while the cheaper models uh, flat screen. All models will come with 5G. It's not that bad, actually. I personally think curved screens are a bit hard to maintain. I used to use the Note 5, and Note 8, they were curved screens. And the problem with curved screens is that, firstly, you need expensive screen protectors that wrap around your device so that your, your phone casing does not push the edge of the, the, screen, the screen protector out, and then it collects dust, and your screen protector starts flapping around the corner. So you can't use the, the, the tempered glass ones. You need to use the special laminated type that wraps around so that even if you slap your casing around it, it actually overlaps each other. The second thing is that it wouldn't cost a bomb to replace when broken. I remember when uh, I got friends who want to replace their curved screens. It, I, I guess even the the OEM ones cost about six, seven hundred bucks compared to an iPhone's one would be three hundred bucks. So yeah, that's that's a massive difference. So I would go for the S twenty one or S twenty one. Pro Plus, sorry, not Ultra. And then also there is the difference in the cameras and all the sensors and everything. And Ultra, as per usual, just refer to the S, the Note 20 Ultra. But the only difference is that um, where the Note 20 Ultra has a camera with a massive bump, this is a lot more streamlined and it's tucked in a corner. So it looks a lot better, to be honest. Um, it, it doesn't look as if it's protruding out like, um, I don't know, like a sore thumb. It just looks better. Yes, there is one more thing, which is that the Brazilian regulation agency claimed that the S21 phones will ship without a charging brick and earphone. Funny, because I remember Samsung making fun of Apple doing the same thing just a few months ago. And if that is true, then I guess we are all doomed. Charging brick and earphones will be a thing of the past a past that we will remember fondly. Microsoft confirms xCloud beta coming to iOS and PC. It will be out by Q2 2021 and it will support iPhone, iPad and PC via mobile web apps. This is good news considering the spat they had with Apple last September. Just a, a bit of a history. Apple initially did not allow cloud gaming platforms to publish apps on the iOS app store claiming the company cannot control what content goes into subscription services. Many, however, said that Apple just wanted to maximize the profits per game app instead of one subscription to access all games. Think about this. If I have a subscription that I charge $9.99 a month, let's just use that price. Okay, I think it's $15.99, but say $15.99 a month, right? 
uh, to access 100 games compared to if Apple is, a, is able to charge $15.99 per game purchase, it will actually be, uh, Apple will actually make more money charging $15.99 or $9.99 per game compared to $15.99 for 100 games. So that is what one side thinks Apple, why Apple did not allow these cloud services, uh, cloud gaming services to get into the App Store. Apple says that they want control because control in the sense that they want to know what content goes into the subscription service and that they don't want some games that are not kid-friendly or whatever it is that gets into it and they cannot control and it tarnishes the brand image and all that. So Apple then provided an alternative where gaming companies like Microsoft, Google, and NVIDIA would be allowed their apps on the App Store provided they submit all the titles for individual approval by the people at Apple. None of them agree because they said that this will reduce the quality because they said, what if not all the apps or not all the games can go through, right? And then the experience will be different. If you play on Android, you get 100 games. If you play on iOS, you get 80 games, you know, that kind of stuff. And they decided to build mobile web apps to circumvent Apple's regulation, which is what they did. Microsoft xCloud Beta will be available in certain countries and rolling out in stages to the rest of the world. Uh, I believe also NVIDIA and also Google are building web apps, web, sorry, mobile web apps that try to circumvent um, Apple's regulation on the App Store. They will be also coming out very soon. Google hit by massive outage, yes. You know this because you have, you have all experienced this. Just two days ago, Google was hit by a massive outage that spanned across YouTube, Gmail, Search, Google Drive, Classrooms, the entire enterprise suite, and everything else. For, for a moment there, everything under Google's universe was down globally. It just showed how much of Google we really rely on on a daily basis for work and play. Google's initial in, in assessment said it was due to a glitch in identity management that company wrote, and I quote, this, uh, the root cause was an issue in our automated quota management system, which reduced capacity for Google's central identity management system, causing it to return errors globally. As a result, we couldn't verify that user requests were authenticated and served errors to all our users. Even after reading this a couple of times, I don't really understand what it means. I think it's that whenever someone, um, when, when order someone logs in or does something with Google, then it's to, they will be tracked with an identification. And that part of it is not, it's not available. And every single person who accessed Google was returned with an error. And because of that, nobody could access Google. Not, it's not because the server was down or anything, it was because this connection between the user and Google services where it authenticates every single user, that part of it is not working. Uh, happy to announce that that only lasted for maybe an hour or two and Google is back to normal again. This week, there is no tech of the week, so I'll take a pass on that. So that's all for Latex Weekly this week. Latex Weekly is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Latex Weekly, episode 16, December 2020. My name is Sean. Stay safe, wear a mask, even though the vaccine is out.
好不好？